There is an estimated half a million men, women, and children that are homeless in our country in this great nation each night. Statistics show the number one reason for homelessness is affordable housing. Dr. Butler and his family have started the Grace Project. It is a plan to build clean, affordable homes that will help get these families off of the street. They would love for you to partner with them by donating to this show where 100% of the proceeds will go to the Grace Project. When you partner with the Grace Project in any dollar amount, you will receive Dr. Butler's latest book. To give, please go to momentspod.com or anchor.fm forward slash moments of grace and hit support. Thank you in advance from the Grace Project. This is your host, Dr. Ray Jerome Butler, and welcome to A Moment of Grace. Beautiful day and wonderful day. And you know, this this is the day the Lord has made. We're so glad to have our lives and to, to live the life that we have here in our country. I'm so excited today to have author Janice Hopkins with us on today. Uh, very, very noted author and author of several books. Uh, Janice, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. I hope you are. Oh, I'm standing on top of all things under my feet. I'm doing very well today. It's a it's a beautiful day here where I'm at. So we're, we're so happy to have you here on A Moments of Grace. Uh, Janet, would you share with the audience uh, a little bit about yourself? Well, um, I grew up in uh, the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains in North Carolina. In fact, five of my books are set there. They say, write about what you know, and, and that's a culture I know very well. Uh, I'm an English and history teacher, so quite a few of my books are historicals. Uh, I write mainly Christian fiction, but I do have one Christian nonfiction published and another one coming out in April. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. So uh, they're in the, the, uh, the, the foothills of Appalachia and uh, Janice, you have uh, uh, quite a few books. How, how many books have you written? I was just going through some of your I have catalog. 20, I have 23 published now. 23 published. Uh, well, you know, like you said, they say to, to, to write what you know about. And and uh, some of the, the, the books that you've written, I, I think you're, the last series that I saw, and you can correct me if I'm incorrect, uh, uh, Dust Storms, Past Storm. And uh, there's one more. Is, is, that, is that part of the new series that you're doing right now? All right. That's a, a trilogy, and it's okay. actually next to the last series that I have out. Oh. That one's a uh, Western set in Wyoming mainly. But now I have, uh, I'm an avid travel traveler. Oh, okay. I've traveled to all 50 states. And so I've always usually been where I'm writing about. And uh, I've been to forty some other countries, so God has blessed in that way. You, you sure have been. You sure have been doing some traveling. So, well, well part of my traveling is it has been doing mission work also. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. So you you've you've had an opportunity not only to um, to travel the world 
teach young minds also to to write these amazing books um what is the and i know you said you you, you grew up in Appalachia, in, in the foothills of Appalachia there in North Carolina. Uh, do you see your genre being more West Christian Western or Christian romance? Well, what do you see it as? No, probably. I, I also write contemporary. Uh, okay. Most of mine are, are historical, though. I think being a history teacher, I kind of gravitate to that area. I love history, so gotcha. that naturally comes out in my writing. Uh, but... Um, Probably most of my novels could be kept classified, not all of them, but most of them as, as Christian romance. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and, and, and looking, at, so tell me just a, a real quick, Janice, if you don't mind, so how long have you been married? So, uh, I've, I've been married about 16 years now. Praise God, good, good. And children as well? Yes, I have a, a daughter and a son, both adults and I have four grandsons. Well, congratulate. Well, four four grandsons. I can imagine they they've kept you on your toes as well. Yeah. Right now, uh my youngest is an eighth grader and my oldest is a senior in college, so. Well, congratulations on on your family and and on your your success for for how long you've been writing. So, uh speaking of that, how long have you been writing your books, Janice? Well, I've been writing for years and years, ever since I was in third grade. Oh, wow. I fell in love with reading early, and okay. as an extension of that, I became a writer. But I've only been publishing books for five years now. It's five okay. years, actually, this month. Wow. So uh, I've published 22 books in five years, which is pretty remarkable, and I give it God is. the glory for that, because I really do see this second career of mine as a calling from God. It's kind of my mission. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Janice, I'm, I, I write books as well, and uh, I've put out three in the last 10 years, but but nothing like <laughs> what you have done. Well, you've got to remember by... that I actually, I actually retired from teaching when okay. I started publishing, not when I started writing, but when gotcha. I started publishing. Gotcha. So that gives me a little extra time, and I probably spend eight to 12 hours a day in writing activities. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Now, as part of that is like promoting and marketing. It's not all writing, but right. but I spend a lot of time at, at it. I treat it as if it were a career, you know. It, right. I give regular work hours to it pretty much. I gotcha. And, and I've looked at uh, some of your titles. I haven't had an opportunity to uh, to read anything yet. We're we, we definitely look forward to, to I'm an avid reader myself. Uh, and and with as many books as you have out, I think I'll I'll, I'll be extremely busy with uh, Janice Hopkins books for quite some time. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> well, share with me probably some of the the process of of how you write, and, and you you it may be a an eclectic uh, process for you, Janice. Do you uh, do you have a subject first, or you have circumstance or characters, and then write around or title? Well, how, how do you go about doing actually? Actually, these story ideas come to me. Now, only one out of my 22 books, well, actually none of the 22, but one I'm working on now, I could tell you where the idea came from because it came from a friend of mine. But for most of my books, I have no idea where the idea comes from to write them. And what I do is I have a backlog of these ideas rolling around in my mind. And I only write the ones 
that stick with me over a long period of time because it takes a long period of time for me to get to them to write. So in that process, the ones that stay with me are the ones that I tell and they're the ones that I will stick with and never give up on because they're that strong in my mind. Right. And and I pretty much write by the seat of my pants. I don't do a lot of outlining. Okay. Um, I've lived with my characters in my mind. I know them well. I know my setting. I know where the book is going to start and vaguely where it's going to end up. And I write just like I read to see what happens along the way. Okay. So you, you're, so you're, I write fast. Gotcha. You're going along with with the story as as God places it uh, in your in your heart and your head. So, uh, yes. Like, and and, and uh, those tend to be uh, some of the better uh, with some authors that we've talked with. Uh, that seem to be a better process, you know, than like you said, than having an outline and and all of that. But um, and I can imagine it's a, a a lot more interesting and fun to do it that way. It is for me, for sure. And um, my, my books are also, my novels are character-driven instead of plot-driven. Gotcha. So uh, the characters actually drive the story, and sometimes they do things that I don't expect them for do, to do because of the way the story progresses. It just seems natural that they do this, and I hadn't expected that, you know. Gotcha. So that's well, the fun part. Do you uh, have you have you had an opportunity to do plot twists at the end of a story? Your, your the story's going a certain way, and and it ends up uh, a, another way uh, the audience may not expect. Yes, uh, and and I've even had characters come out of one book and tell me uh, that I needed to do a, a book, a, another book that I had not planned to do. I've had that happen two or three times, uh, and and a lot of times my plots have twists even in the middle of them that I hadn't expected, but it fits and it goes well, and the readers love those turns that they hadn't expected in a book. I know I sure do. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> well, well, Janice, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we want to continue to talk about uh, your books, and, and maybe you can share some of your, your characters that, that you have in your books. Maybe one or two that that just really stand out that that you're you're really proud of because like you said they've lived in your head so they've they've lived in your heart and maybe one or two that uh that that you feel real personal you know personal about that you've written and uh maybe a series that you've done so when we come back we want to talk about talk about that is that okay janice that sounds good wonderful wonderful we have author uh janice hopkins with us world traveler teacher and also an author of over 20 books. And when we come back, we're going to continue to talk with Janice. I'm really enjoying talking with her about uh, this amazing second career that she has. And we'll uh, also probably go into some, some places she's been to while on missions. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and this is A Moment of Grace. We'll be right back after this announcement. My name is Adriana. I am nine years old. Did you know that there are half a million amazing kids in foster care? I wrote a book called The Crystal Kingdom to bring awareness to amazing families like mine. 
When you purchase my book on eBay, a portion of the proceeds will go to foster to a foster care organization to help these amazing families. Think in advance. Like my dad always says, keep the light on. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and I'm back. Uh, we're talking with author Janice Hopkins. Janice, thank you so much for being with us on A Moment of Grace. Really enjoying talking with you. Thank you for having me. Janice, you, you, you're, you're a world traveler, uh, all 50 states and, and, and over uh, 20 or 30 countries. Uh, over 40. <laughs> over 40, excuse me, over 40 yeah. countries. Uh, what, what has been one of the, uh, uh, one of the, I guess you would say one of the best mission trips or trips that you've taken? Well, the best, I don't know. I've done two long-term mission trips where I taught in a missionary school. One was in, um, Davao in the Southern Philippines and the other one was in Oaxaca, deep Southern Mexico. And those were certainly memorable. I loved working with the students in these missionary schools they were children of missionaries they were so more focused I guess and and cared more about their learning than the students I in general that I was used to working with in public schools but I guess if if I had to name the trip that had the most impact on me it would be when I had a Fulbright Hayes scholarship to spend um a summer in India as a teacher and India really touched me now I was a Christian uh, I grew up in a Christian home and here this Hindu country touched me in a special spiritual way but I learned so many God showed me so many lessons and so many things about about my faith from my time in India it's it's um a very old traditional spiritual country and even if their spirituality is not the same as mine I still felt a connection Amen. does that make any sense oh no totally uh, we did we did missions in, in India and in Madras ourselves, and so we um, uh, go there and, and you know uh, take take things to the to an orphanage that we supported there and dig wells and things of that nature in, in the 80s and well, that's 90s. wonderful actually madras was the city i spent the most time i was there for about three weeks and even took a course from the university there oh great great well and, and again i totally understand what, what you're saying very very um uh, there is a spiritual connection of the our faiths may be different but um, you, you you can feel it. it it's uh, that's that's the yes. only way I can. <laughs> that's the only way I can. That's a good way it. to put it. That's the only way I can explain it. Well, I understand also your 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 proceeds from your books uh, go to assist in missions work. Can you explain ex, ex, uh, share a little bit of that? They actually yes, they actually go to a scholarship fund for missionary okay. children. Oh, My okay. husband and I were missionaries in Oaxaca, Mexico. Uh, for a year and he taught Bible in a Christian school there for missionary children and I taught um, history and uh, when we were there we saw a lot of these uh, missionary families struggling to send their children to the school now none of the personnel is paid at the school we're all volunteers but they have to rent a building and they have books 
and utilities and overhead, so they charge a fee to go there. And when we came back and when I started writing and publishing, I knew I wanted my uh, money, my profits to go to some work, some Christian work where it would be a benefit to people. And I looked at a lot of different avenues and a lot of them I felt like my money wouldn't make a great impact. So I ended up establishing a scholarship fund for the students at Oaxaca Christian School which is this missionary school that Jim and I taught in. And each year, uh, I give one or more scholarships to a student whose parents are struggling to send them to that school. Oh, that is, that's beautiful, that is beautiful. Um, is, is this a 501c3? Is it something that people can... The school is. Okay. The school is. Uh, therefore, uh, you know, I just donate the fun, funds straight out. Straight I'm out. not a 501c, I, but they are. Sure. I understand. I was saying in case there was someone that that wanted to um, to donate, and, and you know, and to, to to partner with you and what you were doing, but but the school is so that's 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 wonderful. Uh, Janice, you you've done some some phenomenal work and and have had a phenomenal life from from what I'm <laughs> from what I'm hearing. Like uh, I said, God has richly based blessed. You know, all of us have our struggles. Amen. But amen. I have been so richly blessed it kind of overwhelms me at times praise god and and and, and what i like to say is you know i i uh, uh the, the the richness of, of my life has been service um i've always loved serving people i i, I pastored uh, you know for years and and even though uh pastoring um touched my heart i've always just loved serving people i never loved Lord, I call it lording over people and things of that nature. I've always loved being people's friends because that's what Jesus says. You know, great, no greater love uh, than have a, a, a friend that's closer than a brother. And uh, so out of all of your travels, uh, were there uh, a certain group of people that, that really stuck out in your heart or uh, just really touched your heart, Janice? In a way, I would have to say... Uh, these missionaries in both of the schools I've taught in. I've gotten close to the missionaries and became friends with some of them. And what impressed me or touched me so much is they, most of them depend totally on God. I mean, we in the United States hope Mm, we do and we think we do sometimes, but I wonder how much we really do and how much we tend to, to, uh, take the world around us and our environment for granted but they don't and they depend on everything everything they need they pray for you know they depend that god will furnish their needs maybe not all their wants but definitely all their needs and i think it's that dependency that really touched me amen and and the 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 mission piece of of our lives janice at least for myself I, i i'm sorry i can't speak for everyone um, when we went to Uganda, Africa, back in the in the '80s during the AIDS uh, epidemic, um, it, it just touched me to look at, and I, and I share with people all the time, um, what we throw away, someone else will use to survive. You know, uh, a two-liter bottle of Coke is a an, in our country is something we throw away, but it may be a pair of shoes for someone else, and, and it's when you see that it it. it it changes your life. It, it really does. And, it does. Through, and through your writing, 
um, Janice, do you see, do you feel a thread from your travels in your books? Definitely. And I, and I think just as you hinted at, the thread is probably love. Amen. Love Amen. for our fellow man, you know, treating each other with kindness, with gentleness, uh, those type of things. Uh, I think they, they, and each of my book has a, some type of Christian theme. A lot of times it's something like forgiveness or, right. you know, whatever. But, um, and God has spoken his truths through people in my books or through my books. I know one lady who was struggling with caring for her husband who was in the last stages of Alzheimer's read When Winter is Past. Mm-hmm. And um, she said the the verses I used in the book and the theme of the book just spoke to her and she remembered what they had had and the love that they had had and she knew why she was doing what she was and the struggles was worth it you know and and I cried when I when I read her email Um, it just seemed so awesome to me that God can use these books for his glory and and of course that's exactly what he does in all things you know he can use amen and and it and it it adds an extra an extra layer of his kindness an extra layer of his message because um you know we we as christians uh, again i don't want to speak for everyone um, should read our bibles but um having these extra layers like i say i'm an author myself um, the sheer message that God has, like you said, when you hear from people that the, the book touched him in a certain way, and of course you want to give God the glory, but you also want to thank him for using you as a vessel as well. Do you, you feel that as well, Janice? Absolutely. Very strongly. Amen. Amen. Well, well, well uh, one last question for you, Janice, who are some of your literary inspirations um, as you've written uh, these 20 plus books? I don't know. I'm such an avid reader. I'm like okay. you in that. It's hard to pinpoint. Um, even with all the writing I do and all the time I spend with writing, I still read about almost 300 books a year. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so I read. Yeah. Yeah. And and I have been a reader ever since. Uh, you know, I grew up, like I said, I grew up in the Appalachian Mountains where there's an oral language of folk tales, you know, and telling stories. And I grew up in that. Well, when I went to school, I found, hey, there's stories in books, all kinds of books, you know. And I began reading and, and read and read. And even through high school, I read lots of the classics, you know, War and Peace and yes. all those. So I've uh, right now I read just about totally Christian books, either uh, fiction or nonfiction because that's what I'm interested in and that's what I write. And it's getting harder now to find the clean ones. So I'm sure they're clean that way. (laughs) But, uh, uh, you know, I love reading and I love writing. And I can look back in my life and see how God was guiding me to become a published author pretty much all my life or for a long time. But of course, I didn't know it at the time. It was only after I retired and I actually became, I'm an only child, and I actually became my mother's caregiver. And that's when I settled down to write that first novel I'd always wanted to write. 
and I haven't stopped since then. And I think that's an, a, another good illustration of how God can bring the good even out of bad situations. Amen. Amen. Well, Janice, thank you so much. It has been such a pleasure uh, having you here with us on Moments of Grace. Like I said, I love love talking with authors and, and, and just hearing their stories and how their relationship with God uh, expands beyond themselves to others uh, through their stories, through their books. And, and, and that definitely has happened with, uh, with your life and with your books. Uh, before we go, Janice, would you share with the audience how they can get your books, please? Well, probably the easiest and best way is Amazon. They're all on Amazon. Okay. Uh, there, uh, there's, I have, of course, the Kindle, the eBooks, the paperbacks, mm -hmm. and also uh, twelve of them are on Audible. If you if you prefer oh. to listen to them, right? Okay. And uh, then you can also contact me. I love to hear from readers, or you know, I can act. I've actually mailed out books before if they want signed copies. And they can contact me at my email address, and that is Janice Cole, C-O-L-E, Hopkins, at gmail.com. Amen. Amen. And, and so they can get, get your books on, on Amazon, uh, also Kindle. Now, um, are you, you narrating on, on your books? No, I hire a professional narrator. As you can tell, I'm deeply Southern here. <laughs> Oh, that's and fine. I, uh, I, 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 I think I, you. When I saw you were in Louisiana, I thought, oh, good. You know, at least they can tolerate my southern accent. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I hire a professional narrator to do it, a producer. I get and, you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I I love I love your your accent. So I, I would would have loved to uh, have heard you you read your you know some of your uh, books. I like the like Death Storm and, and your Storm series. I think it would probably um, be very entertaining as well as a great uh, great listen. So, uh, Janice. But of thank course, you. you know, on, on any of my books, Amazon, you can read the sample on the on the Kindle uh, page, and then on my audio. Uh, audiobooks there's also on audible amazon audibles where they are and there's a sample that you can listen to those two to get a, a feel for the narrator also got you got you well do you have any book signings coming up or is that something that you do janice i do uh and actually i have a book signing and presentation i'll be talking about different avenues of publishing at the uh, book fair in Virginia Beach on March the 14th okay. and then on March the 21st I go to Wilmington for a book signing at the uh, armory there uh, on the 21st of March so I've got back-to-back -back signings coming up that's awesome that's awesome well this the second career sounds like it's keeping you rather busy too Janice I am extremely busy, but I'm having the time of my life. It's there lots of fun and it's exciting. I can understand. I can understand. Well, Janice, thank you so much for coming on A Moments of Grace. You've been such a pleasure to interview. and uh, It's we been just, my pleasure. We just feel like the uh, the hand of the Lord has just really been on this interview and and uh, has been on your life. And, and, and I pray God's greatest mercy and, and blessing and grace on you. Thank you very much. That was author Janice Hopkins. We are so happy to have her here with us here on the Moments of Grace. Uh, as you've heard, uh, traveled over 
uh, 40 countries, been in all 50 states, as well as written over 20 books. Dear Hearts, as you, you're listening to Janice's story and as you're listening to us today, I, I just want to encourage you that, you know, God has something in each and every one of us. Um, you may not have gone to as many places as Janice. Maybe you haven't gone out of your little hamlet or, or the uh, country that you've been in or even the state or city you've been in. But you can do something there where you are. You can make a difference. You can touch people's lives. You may not be an author. You may not be a great singer, but you do have the love of Christ available. And as long as the love of Christ is available for anyone, you have the opportunity to make a difference. Well, my time is up. I'm so happy that you decided to be with us here on today on A Moments of Grace. Remember, love God, love life. Keep the light on. We'll see you next time. Hi, this is Pastor Monica again. Watch us on Lightstream Cable, Channel 82, and other channels on the Now Network every Tuesday morning, 5.30 a.m. Come on and get your morning coffee with Monica St. Hill and tell them.